Today, we have Rebecca Jarrett-Dalton, the founder of mortgage broking firm Two Red Shoes, joining us for our fiscal focus segment today. And our topic this time is home loan refinancing. Rebecca, welcome to the Savings Tip Jar podcast. Thanks much. Thanks for having me. So we'll kick it right off um, with, do you expect a big surge in the next year or so once all these cheap fixed rates fixed cheap fixed rates end so um, by some estimates there's about 500 billion worth of fixed rate loans expiring in the next sort of two years um combank alone has around 117 billion expiring uh by the end of 2023 so what's the sort of um news or or um or gossip in in the uh, mortgage broking industry about that I like that, the gossip about it. Look, it's already happening. You're absolutely right. There will be, you know, everybody's talking about this cliff, this avalanche, whatever. There will be a great number of loans coming off those really low fixed rates. Um, We are already seeing them. So some of them were only taken for two years, for example, particularly towards the end of um, the offerings. We're seeing those coming off. Those people are not happy at all about what the opportunities look like right now. And Rebecca, um, amid this sort of this climate of rising interest rates and widespread falls in property prices, we're hearing a lot more about this mortgage prisoner effect where people are unable to refinance the mortgage because their home has fallen in value or their repayments have risen so much that they can no longer meet the serviceability requirements of the lenders. So how much could this act as a handbrake on refinancing? Yeah, it's huge. So I would say between 20 and 30% of the applicants that we're already seeing don't qualify for the loans that they have. And there's a number of factors at play there. So, yes, you've mentioned the increase in the assessment rate that the banks are um, assessing the loans at. That's gone up by nearly 3%. But additionally, we've had movement in what is the mandatory kind of minimum living expense levels that the banks use. So, this is a fallback position. If you advise a lender that your living expenses are below average, for example, they still rely on this um, benchmark called HEMS, Household Expenditure Measure, that's risen uh, a lot as well. So the twofold factor there is um, it's it's trouble. And this might be a bit of a chance to plug mortgage broking here, but how can a mortgage broker help with this process, uh, particularly for first home buyers who might be trying to navigate the whole murky world of, of home loans and, and house prices and things like that? Yeah, first-time buyers, you've never refinanced before, so you have no idea what to do. Basically, we're really privileged in that we sit atop of all of the different policies and niches that all of the lenders have, and we have simple tools that can test what we call your affordability, so what a lender might consider you for, for a loan amount, um, and we can advise you of where you may or may not be able to go. But the first thing that we do in all instances is actually write to your existing lender. And we've been really successful in getting some discounting happening with your existing lender without you having to refinance. For some people, you know, those people, you called them um, mortgage prisoners. That's the only option that they have. So when you say you just sort of speak to a lender and negotiate on an interest rate, is that not considered an official uh, refinance? No, we're calling that a reprice. I've seen that word bandied Um. A little bit lately essentially that's exactly what it is too so we'll write to the lender and we'll say hey this is what's competitive in the market can you meet it and see how close they get um just with the cost of refinancing rebecca um is is that you know what's preventing a lot of people causing a lot of hesitation from people from refinancing i mean if you see an interest rate a home loan interest rate that's a, that's a fair bit lower um you know, maybe you won't hesitate to refinance but if you see one that's maybe on slightly lower maybe five to ten basis points lower um it, do the costs of refi- refinancing outweigh the, the the savings costs there 
So in that instance, it's hard to make a decision unless you have the tool to assess it, right? But you're spot on. If it's only five or 10 points, it probably isn't going to be worth your while. And then we might talk about a time when it will be. Um, in essence, the cost of refinancing is sitting around about $1,000. You need to make sure, or in my mind, I want to make sure that my clients are going to save at least that or double that in the first year before we would do a refinance over a, a reprice, shall we say. Unless there's something else going on. If they're going to pay the fee because they're doing an increase at any rate, it balances it a little bit more out. Um, I don't think there's a hesitation. I think people are gung-ho and maybe don't really understand what that cost of refinancing is. Um, and then we can quantify it for them and they'll work out, oh, you know what, I actually am not that unhappy with my current lender, I'll stay. Or no, that's an absolutely great offer, I'll go. The other thing that is at play at the moment, and I'm sure you're aware of this, is there's lots of lenders who are throwing cashbacks around. So they'll actually pay you money that will offset those refinancing costs and a little bit more. Again, we want to make sure that we're not putting ourselves you know to be cliched from the frying pan to the fire but it, there are opportunities like that as well for sure um and you might not have the exact figures in front of you but um what what's the sort of dollar figures that you can expect um your your clients to save in the first year of refinancing so every single person is different. I would say that the average is is more than two or even up to six thousand dollars. So between wow. six, yep. The best one I've ever had was twenty two thousand dollars a year. Whoa! Whoa. Can't tell you how happy that was. <laughs> um, and just on those cashback offers, um, is that something that you might tell your clients to to beware of? Um, are there any sort of different um, ways the lenders operate in that space? So it might not be cold hard cash. They might um, put it back into the mortgage and things like that like what's your experience there yeah absolutely so they'll try and put it into a linked account which of course encourages you to then move your banking to their bank shall we say um, there are other incentives so for example we've seen over time things like tvs we've seen uh, conveyancing costs covered etc um, at the end of the day they want it to stick with their bank uh, it's rare they'll put it back into the mortgage but it does happen if it's back in the mortgage by the way that's a huge bonus you know think about the compound interest effect of that over the life of the loan Mm. All right. I think that just about wraps it up, Rebecca. Uh, thank you so much for being on the Savings Tip Jar podcast. Lovely to be here. Thanks so much. Thanks, Rebecca. That was Rebecca Jarrett-Dalton from Sydney mortgage broking firm Two Red Shoes. Harrison, sounds like there's going to be a lot of home loan refinancing going on over the next year or so. Yeah, certainly seems that way. Uh, Combank's gonna is a major player in that fixed rate home loan space, with around 117 billion expiring by the end of 2023, um, amongst a wider market of around 500 billion. Um, and some might even call it a refinancing tsunami. Um, and if uh, home buyers and homeowners aren't savvy, they might find themselves paying a lot higher rate than they were two, three years prior when they locked in those really cheap fixed rate home loans under two percent. Yeah, well, obviously going from that to, you know, whatever the, the revert rate is on the fixed uh, home loan, so which is typically quite a bit higher than uh, what the average mortgage rate is, which mm. is probably around uh, 5% or so at the moment. They could be finding themselves uh, going up to 7% or or even pushing 8%. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that one plays out. But um, I wonder how much those um, that sort of mortgage prisoner effect that we spoke to Rebecca about is, is going to maybe stem the tide of this refire tsunami. Yeah, that's right. Being in a mortgage prison sucks, just like a regular prison. Um, and yeah, there's going to be a lot of people over the next sort of six to 12 months that actually can't find them 
they're not able to to refinance at all and, and they're stuck paying a, a worse rate because you know cost of living is going up um, their serviceability buffer has um, has risen with it with um, so with any mortgage say it's around six percent with the buffer rate of three percent that means you're calculated on your ability to repay the home loan at nine percent um, which a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't have seen in the last 20 or um, yeah in the last 20 years or so so mm. time will tell absolutely TWT.